Minister. Well, in February, the business improvement areas of BC sent a letter to Premier David Eby calling for the creation of a fund to address what it called rampant vandalism and property crime across the province. Now, the request for funding comes from the fact that repeat vandalism and property crimes threaten the short and long-term viability of small businesses who, as we all know, are the backbone of our economy. And there have been a significant amount of stories on this radio station, on Global BC and many other media outlets uh, in regards to the rampant vandalism that we are seeing uh, throughout our city. Our next guest knows that uh, all too well. Anita Dunn is a small business owner from New Westminster. She owns a retail store called Mila and Page Boutique and has had to deal with vandalism at her shop. Uh, her story came to my attention after a friend of mine uh, sent me a text message, and I do believe it was on the Mila and Page Boutique, uh, and there was a picture of a, of a broken window, and on there, on that photo, it said, anyone want to buy my business? business I think I'm done. Not sure how much more theft and vandal- vandalism I can take on top of hanging by a thread uh, during a recession. Anita Dunn joins us now. Anita, thank you for speaking to us today. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, I just wanted to set sort of the uh, tone a little bit in regards to this conversation. How long have you owned Mila and Page? I opened the store just over seven years ago in downtown New Westminster, and um, in March of this year, we opened a second location on Main Street in Vancouver. In Vancouver. Uh, and, and was New Westminster your obvious choice as the first location? It was because um, this is the town that I grew up in, and um, I had recently moved back um, into town uh, following a divorce. I was in Victoria, and um, I had noticed all of the changes happening in the downtown area, and it was becoming a, a walkable place to be and to go shopping and to have go for uh, go to a restaurant, and it just to me, it seemed like it was missing a very cute little boutique. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, running a small business uh, is difficult at any time. What were the early days like for you in regards to just scaling the business, attracting customers, getting noticed? Um, it was fun, actually. <laughs> um, it was um, my uh, my background is accounting. I'm a CPA, and I did that for ten years, which anyone can imagine is very boring. <laughs> and um, doing this was um, so much more exciting. I got to meet so many different people. Um, I was welcomed into the community very quickly. I got involved with our business improvement association and, and joined the board um, about a year after opening the store. Um, and you know, with social media being what it is, it, um, was very quick to gain customers. Um, and it was a a really great experience. Mm -hmm. When did you see things change? Uh, well, COVID, uh, for sure. COVID, um, was very scary for all small businesses because it was uncharted territory. Nobody knew how to manage it and how to cope. Um, and, um, I, I did muddle through, we had to pivot, we had to go completely online. I was doing home deliveries. I was driving all over the lower mainland, dropping clothes, bags of clothes off at people's doorsteps so they could try clothes on in their home and then purchase online what ones they wanted to keep. And I would take back the rest. And I actually managed to increase my sales in 2020 over 2019. Wow. Yeah, just from a lot of hustle. Um, And um, in 2021, the sewer upgrades took over Columbia Street, and we had to endure 
two years of street construction. Um, and that's when things really started to change because um, the construction was a constant detour every single day. Um, so people, instead of just saying, well, I know I'm going to be de- detoured this way, um, it was changing every single day. So people just started flat out avoiding the area. Um, and because people were avoiding the area, that's when the street entrenched people moved in because they weren't being bothered in on Columbia Street. And so d- did you notice uh, a greater vandalism or crime in your area or, or what impact did it have on your boutique specifically? Uh, my window in New West was smashed, um, I think about a year ago now. I've, um, I've had to clean up um, drug paraphernalia in front of my store um, because there was no help from the city, the police, Fraser Health. Nobody would come and take responsibility for used needles in front of the store. Um, I... Uh, if you know downtown New West, you know that it's it's filled with bridal stores, and um, the, that was another reason why I wanted to be in this location because the bridal stores are bringing my exact target market into the area, mm-hmm. and so I really thrived off of that traffic. Um, but now the people that are coming to the bridal stores are quickly getting back in their car, and nobody wants to walk around and see what the city has to offer because they're scared to walk around. In regards to the, the the vandalism, so your windows have been broken, so you've had to deal with insurance. I did not deal with insurance. Um, I think that's a common misconception that when vandalism happens, that it's an insurance company um, bill. Um, but in in the reality of it, it's a thousand dollar deductible, and the window in New West only cost me nine hundred dollars. So it was an out-of-pocket expense. The only time it makes, it makes sense to do an insurance claim is if there is a fire and you lose everything. Because if I put in a claim, um, my monthly payments go up mm-hmm. and it becomes a bigger cost down the road. Have you called, like when you see people taking drugs or see drug paraphernalia around your business, have you tried calling uh, Coastal Health or, or, or the city in regards to just getting some of the drug finalia picked up from, from in and around your business? Yeah, I called, I called the non-emergency line from the police department and uh, when they got back to me, they said it wasn't their responsibility. Um, and then I was told to call Fraser Health. So I called Fraser Health and when they called me back, um, they said, well, well, we're pretty sure that's a business owner responsibility. So they, everyone washed their hands of cleaning that up. If you're just joining us, we're speaking to Anita Dunn, who's the owner of Mila and Page Clothing Boutique in New Westminster. And as she says, in, in Vancouver as well, we're talking a little bit about some of the challenges small businesses have throughout Metro Vancouver, but also in the interior as well, all over British Columbia, when it comes to repeat vandalism and property crimes that threaten the short and long-term viability of a lot of small businesses. Uh, now, Anita... In regards to what you have to deal with, whether it's a broken window, whether it's drug paraphernalia, whether it's potentially individuals who are out and about uh, on the street that may be scaring away customers, I'm not sure who do you blame is the right question, but certainly where do, what do you think we need to do? Is this a provincial government issue in your mind? Is it a law enforcement issue? Is it a local government issue? What would you like to see done? Well... That's a hard question because that is the question of the hour. What is the solution? 
Um, and I don't know where that is. Um, increased policing, yes, we need more police uh, walking the beat, um, keeping people uh, feeling more safe on the streets for sure. Um, more municipalities taking their fair share of shelters. I, New West has a lot of shelters, um, and we know that we're getting people from the surrounding areas, in, from Burnaby and Surrey and Coquitlam, because those other municipalities don't have shelters for their own homeless. Um, so for some of the other cities to take take um, their fair share would be very helpful. Um, but also for the community itself to understand really like what the effect of all of this is. Um, we, at the end of the day, the people you support are the people that are going to be around a year, five years, 10 years from now. And if people continue to shop on Amazon and neglect the small businesses that do make up the backbone of a community, what are you going to be left with? Are you going to be walking around Amazon warehouses Mm -hmm. thinking this is a a great place to live? Because that's all that's going to be left. Uh, What are other businesses that you've talked to small business owners in and around your area? I mean, can, in the case of New Westminster, in the six months, if this continues or a year, uh, would we, would New Westminster lose more small businesses in your mind in the area that you're in? Yes, they will. Um, because uh, now that the sewer upgrades are done, the Patello Bridge replacement project is taking over, and that has already closed a section of Columbia Street, and it will close Front Street for the summer, and, which is going to divert all that truck traffic down Columbia and Royal Ave. And um, people, are, again, are going to have another year of avoiding the area. Um, there is a coffee shop on the Front Street News that just started a GoFundMe campaign because of they have a huge electrical bill. And because of the two years of construction, they're, they're broke. Um, so they're struggling. We've, I've already seen um, a, a salon has closed down. A donut shop has closed down. People are going to be closing down in New West. Mm-hmm. Uh, to your core point, though, it, it, whether it's uh, uh, property crime uh, or vandalism, or in this case, construction that you've had to deal with as well, people have to get back to downtown and start shopping again and actually shopping local and shopping downtown. Yeah, I mean, during COVID, the, the best part about it was the support local campaigns that every community started. And people were very supportive. They They wanted to see us hang around, but... When it comes to construction, you don't really get that same sympathy, but um, we're, we're worse off now with the construction than that we were with dealing with COVID. Hmm. I was reading uh, just yesterday, we did a segment on San Francisco and the challenges that they're having there on a, on a bigger scale, but they've lost 2,500 businesses uh, since March of 2020 because of COVID, but they also are dealing with a, a very large problem when it comes to homelessness and crime and vandalism. So it, it's a, it's a, you know, it's similar to what New Westminster is dealing with, but in about a much bigger scale. It seems to me every major city is now dealing with this issue, and and, and it, it has come to the forefront. And hopefully, we collectively can get past it because. As you say, these are family-supporting jobs. These are the backbone of the community uh, in every community uh, here in British Columbia. And uh, you want to see local businesses surviving and thriving, that's for sure. Anita, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me.